Hi, and welcome to episode four of the Define Normal podcast. Today's episode, I'm very, very excited about this one. And we're on now part three of the six pillars of health. And to me, I'll probably say this is the most important. And it's regards to mindset and the importance of mindset. Because as I always say, you could have the full understanding and have all the knowledge in the world of what you need to do. But if your mindset is not in the right place, you will not you will not succeed your ultimate goals. So that's what today's episode is all going to be about. So first of all, I want to say in regards to whatever you're trying to achieve, the reason you'll ever fail or the reason you ever achieve is, of course, you. And this is the thing. I think people, whether they mean to or not, whether it's, I always say there's a difference between excuses and reasons, but we need to understand that everything that we have the self-control to do whatever we want. Yes, there is circumstances where there is things we can't control, but but then that's a mindset thing. Then we don't focus on that, which I'll talk more soon. But we need to understand that straight away. We be accountable for all the actions that we do. I mean, for example, like you can always control what goes in your mouth. That like we can't we can't use that as an excuse. So that's to say that is a reason you fail, but also on the flip side and the positive, you're the reason you achieve, no one else. You achieve what you achieve. If you fail, you fail. So what we need to ensure that we do is if we set manageable goals for ourselves, not unsustainable goals. The classic, let's say the January joy of these worlds, they've had a really shocking December as in regards to just over-consumed, gone to, gone to town on everything. And then January, they're like, right, clean slate. This is going to be my year. I'm going to get in the best shape in my life and I'm going to do it as quick as possible, basically. And they do things that are just not sustainable. If you can't see yourself doing something for this should be a lifetime dieting and losing fat is not a life lifetime thing it should be we get the fat off and then we learn how to maintain it but your habits and behaviors and your lifestyle should always remain the same but if we don't set ourselves manageable goals and understanding and meeting ourselves this is the problem is we don't be honest with ourselves and look where we're at at this time like you god forbid thinking that you're going to be able to train if you've not been training for a period of time or you're not at the ability thinking you can then train four five six times a week or you generally got really poor habits in regards to your food and what you consume to then go to this really like clean, super clean, healthy eating way. You, you, you're a bit naive and daft because you're not going to be able to again stick to it. You need to understand that you need to be just consistent is the key, not about trying to get somewhere as quick as possible as a quick and, and, and to be a, do a quick fix. And that's why we need to say is consistency, not perfection. Trying to be perfect is never going to get you anywhere because no one's perfect. And if you think you're not going to make mistakes during this, during this journey, think of it not on the uh, uh, regards to a health and fitness journey aspect. We make mistakes all the time, don't we? In our work, in our in our own personal lives, we always make mistakes. We're human beings. But think of that again, and then your health and fitness side of things. You 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 can't be perfect. So if you're more so focused on actually just being consistent and showing up. I would say it's more so looking at your targets, what you're trying to achieve each week, as I've talked about in previous episodes, the nutrition side, the calorie, calories, um, protein, and then also activity. If, for example, one day you didn't get it done and you wasn't consistent, so it's just okay. You're not going to be perfect. The people that try and be perfect, the second they can't be perfect, everything goes to shit. Everything that the classic is, I'll start again Monday or... Oh, it's just not working right now and actually it's just all you need to be is be consistent the classic is again January joins I'm going to train five times a week and you're probably going to only last a couple of weeks whereas actually you think no I'm going to train two to three times a week and I'm going to do this for six months plus 
So think of it more so like that. It's because, again, we're, we're impatient and we want to get things done quicker, but we've got to think more of the long term. We've got to think of the bigger picture. We have to remember this, that we never fail, you only learn. And this is true, right? I've just said that you we're all going to make mistakes, but more so instead of having a... And it is an, a general negative mindset, and it might be a default thing, the way we think. Unfortunately, for the fact that sometimes we can't help this, if our general default is to think negatively, thinking like self-doubt, oh, I'm a failure, I, I can't ever do anything right, but not actually learning from the actual situation itself, that, that's always going to be your go-to thing. So for me, this is something I've had to develop over time, and I push this onto my onto my clients all the time, is, right, you didn't fail, you made a mistake maybe, whatever, but what did we learn from that? So say, for example, on a Friday night, you had a takeaway, but that's what something you didn't want to do, or you you we end up getting drunk and you overconsumed, and then on the Sunday you went had the dominoes and you just basically pressed the fuck it button basically, and then it comes to Monday you've got guilt, you feel bloated, you feel lethargic, you just wish you didn't do it. So that's to say that you didn't fail, you just made a mistake, and then, but what did we learn from that? So it's on reflection to say, right, I didn't I didn't enjoy that, I didn't it isn't something that I want to do. So this next time I'm going to make sure that I remember that. And I'm gonna be in the moment and be self-aware, and then and then that won't happen again, hopefully. Or if you do, again, it's just learn for anything. Let's be honest. If you make a mistake first time, it's a mistake, right? If you do it again, that's a habit, and you need to break that. Um, however, you're gonna break that. Obviously, there's loads of ways you can go about it, but to know that through every mistake you make, what did you learn from it? And you can learn from anything. Like, as I say, with every negative, there's a positive. It's how it works. It has to be. But it's, trying, it's, it's just a hard thing is trying to find the positive in it. And for some people, that's a lot harder than others. But you have to try and think about that. You need to recognise the things that don't make you happy. Going on from what I've just said there, the classic is waking up on Sunday, hungover, I'm not going to drink again. And then the next weekend, you've sobered up and you're on it again. That doesn't make you happy. You have to recognise whether it's... You're even doing things out of maybe like peer pressure. You're doing things out of just out of pure habit. It's generally just habit. The classic thing, having a takeaway and then on, the, on reflection, like, fucking, I did it again. I, I, wish I didn't enjoy that. You've got to remember these things or else ultimately you're always going to go back to default in your head and you're never going to change. Whereas you actually recognise these situations, however you however you go about recognising. Whether you... A lot of people, I would say, I highly encourage you to actually document and diary things and actually write down what you're actually thinking at the time because you might forget or make of course making a mental note speaking to others that's what my clients get with me of course I make them self-aware I, I right did I am the one that because when you're doing it yourself sometimes it's hard to sometimes you don't want to hold yourself accountable sometimes you just want to put your head in the sand but when you've got someone there hold you accountable saying right did that make you happy that mistake that you made no, right, well, we need to remember that, and we'll definitely remember that for next time when that comes about. But then that also goes on to as well, we need to keep doing the things that make you happy. The classic is, and this is how the way it works, right, the thought of a habit of having a takeaway on a Friday is something that you think that you want. When actually, when you have it, it's, would you agree? It's a lot of the times we wish you didn't have it, we feel guilty, we've oh, just, I've overconsumed. I feel feel rubbish. Whereas, say for example, going to, the, going to a training session, going to the gym, you, at the, in the moment before it, you don't want to go, but then when you're there and you've been, you feel amazing for it. So that's an emotional, that's again, you're, it's a habit that you don't want to go, but the more and more you do go, you'll make a habit where you just go regardless. Don't be wrong, I don't walk to the gym skipping and whistling, like loving life, but I, I don't think I don't want to go, I just go. Whereas at the moment, right now, that's what you're probably 
It's a decision. It shouldn't be a decision. Should I go for a walk in the rain? Should I not? It's more so thinking, why am I going for that walk in the rain? Whatever is in the rain, some whatever. I'm going because not only will it make me feel better, but also it's getting me close to my target. If I don't go, what will that be the consequence? You've got to think about it as well. When you don't do something, what's the consequence of not going? And you'll tell yourself, oh, it doesn't really matter, but they'll add up over time and it will matter because that's something that you need to address. It's not so much if you miss a walk, if you miss a training session, does it matter ultimately in the long run? No, but it's what it does for your mindset. It's not setting the good good habits in place and changing. It's the little, little things that seem like little things, but they build up into a big, big impact and a big change. We need to stop worrying about the things that we can't control. And this is massive. I can t- I definitely talk about regards to myself. I used to worry about when I become a personal trainer, what people thought of me. Um, I need to I need to make sure that I look at everything in the circumstance and think, can I actually control this? The way people act, the way people think, my friends, even my own family. Wh- what can I control? Work is the biggest one that I get with my clients, that they're stressed, they'll get into bed and stressed about work. And when actually, really, they can't control it, certainly can't at that time in, at, at night, worrying and stressing about work, that's probably something that you could have addressed earlier. And what I say to my clients is I get them to brain dump before bed. So a couple of hours before bed, if there's things that you need to get done the next day or something that you need to just get out of your head, because we don't want them in our head before we get to bed because we'll be stressing about it and thinking and then not get much sleep, let's get it out or even talk to someone. Again, keeping it into yourself and just remember, you think might think of yourself as a worrier. I heard people refer themselves as a worrier or a stressor. No, you've got a trait of being a worrier or a stressor. You're not a stressor, like in general. That's a you think that's a personality trait. You've just got a habit of doing that, and you can change that. You can completely change that, and that's by actually looking at it and going. Especially, I always say to I always say this to myself and say to others and say. In a week's time or in, in a month's time, will, will what you're worried about now really matter? Normally it doesn't. It's just the, the feeling that you have at the time that will trigger you and then you hold on to that for a long time. So more so think, will, does this really matter or can I control it? We need to make sure that we're celebrating the little wins as well. And what's might not seem like much, because again, what we tend to do is just go to, we're looking at our week and we just focus on what we didn't get done. Whereas actually, again, of course, you imagine that's a negative way of thinking. If you keep thinking negatively, that's the way you're always going to go, always going to think, you're going to think negatively. Whereas celebrating even the little wins, it might be, I drank enough water this week, I got in that, I got in them steps. And again, I'm not, I'm not even just talking about in health and fitness, I'm talking about everything in life. Like, I, I, I spoke to a loved one, I I did this for myself, I, I, I treated myself to something. We celebrate every little thing that we do in our life because the more and more we celebrate the little things, the, the positive things, the more and more you're going to think positive. We're not built to wake up in the morning, look in the mirror and go, oh, you're amazing, you're going to smash today, anything like that. It's not, we're not built like that. Our brain is built to actually look for like being self-aware of actually all the things that might trip us up. But the more we can tell ourselves and actually focus on the positives and having people around us that are more positive. If you've got people that are just generally negative, we all have that friend or if, or if, you, if you haven't, that's probably fucking you. If you're a negative person or got people around you that are negative, well, guess what? That's going to be the general thing that's going to be happening all the time. And again, even like social media and things like that. This is a, the side tip, right? If you follow anyone or on whether they're a friend or you follow them on Instagram and they actually trigger you when you see them, what you're doing, unfriend them, unfollow them, get them out of your life. You don't need that, right? Life is stressful as much as it is. Don't add stress to it, but more so focus on the wins. Focus on the 
Oh, you should be following on social media things that make you happy, things you take sort of things from, and that count that that I know it might be hard, but that includes your friends. Don't get don't have people in your life that are bringing you down. Remember, I always think about this the analogy where it's a picture where if you're underwater and you've got your hand up, you should be like reaching out for help, whereas a lot of people are underwater and grabbing your hand to pull you down with them. Right? Get them out of your life. Let's focus on the wins. So we need to focus also on the journey and not the result. Again, when I speak to a lot of people, I say, right, what's your goal? Lose two stone. And and it's like, well, how are you going to go about that? I don't, pretty much. And I, this was me when I first started trying to lose fat and I wanted to get below 11 stone. That was my goal, stupidly enough. And again, it wasn't more so. And this is what I think now is addressing, like actually getting you to enjoy the process, enjoy the whole journey. Because if you're just thinking like when you lose a pound, which is great progress, and you go, oh, oh I've got, say you want to lose... 20 pounds i've got 19 to go that thinking that way do you think that's going to ultimately get you to that 20 pounds that's making that process so much harder than it needs to be you're not thinking actually oh that's a pound down like moving on you're not you want to focus on every little special thing that i've had so many results with clients and i'm also thinking about yes that achievement of that end goal remember there's no end goal when you've got to say the body that you want life doesn't end there does it you carry on going and if anything life just only gets better but the whole process leading up to that point, all these magic moments that you have all the time, if you focus more on that, then you'll always keep you also as well, allow you to be more consistent. If you enjoy the journey, of course, that comes down to being set up in a way that's not enjoyable. But if you're going at it by being on a diet and restricting yourself and things and stuff like that, I'll be honest, you're not going to get to the end result anyway, because that's not the way to go about it. This is a lifestyle. But you will be able to achieve it more if you focus more on the happier part sides of things and enjoy the journey this is one thing as well i spoke to this about my brother the other day and and this is something i'm trying to evolve and think when i first started trying to lose fat it was all about aesthetic i just want to get to the body that i want instead of thinking right if i'd addressed my behaviors my relationship towards food my, my mindset i'd have been able to definitely get to that process the body that i want quicker but also that would have then set me up for life where instead what I did was I got to the body where I want first and then I had to address my mindset afterwards. If we address our mindset and our behaviours and our lifestyle and we change all that beforehand, the byproduct will be, and it will come anyway, is the body that we want. We have to remember that. Whereas a lot of us are just fixated on fat loss and that's all we care about. I'm not even, even being aware of the importance of mindset and this is what I'm trying to do for you now. You also have to believe that you have the potential. And I'll be honest, hand on heart, if I could show you the pictures of anyone that follows me on social media, my first pictures when I was at 16 stone, 100 kilos to where I am at now, if someone said to me back then, this is what you're going to look like in, say, 12 years, I, I, I honestly believe I'd probably said, no, I can't, because that's where I was at. But the way, if you're sitting here right now listening to this and going, you do not believe, like if I said to you, you can wake up tomorrow morning and have whatever you want, what would it be? You probably, everyone always says to me, I just want to get back to where I was before. I just want to lose a little bit of weight to feel better. The truth is you can do whatever you want, that is the truth, but if if you've got not got the mindset to believe that you can do it, of course you're not going to get there, are you? I understand that. Like I said, I I, I said to you, I didn't believe I was, but I believed I could establish change, and then the momentum built from there. Of course, also the most importantly, and I stupidly did it on my own at first, where then I realised that I do need help. When you've got someone there that has not got an emotional attachment to it, and they can actually foresee, then like me. I haven't got an emotional attachment as such to my clients. I do, I care about them, but I've not got the feelings that they've got. So I can then go, right, no, I, this is what's going to happen. If you stick to these, whereas they might not be able to see it, and that's when you can then keep the momentum going and keep moving forward. And then when you start achieving, 
getting closer to your goal, then you, the momentum starts to build, and that's when you start to believe you've got the potential. And that's the key. But if, if initially at first you're telling yourself you can't do it, if you have literally like a statement like that, you tell yourself you just can't do it, you're not going to get there, of course. You have to be able to believe that you can achieve change, achieve change and the momentum will start to build from there. And that goes on to as well, like you need to have self-love. I know it's such, a, again, a cliche sort of saying, but it's true. If you just look at it, like you see yourself as a failure, just look at you like a classic, I hear people say all the time, I hate the way I look, I hate the way I feel. The way we talk to ourselves, if you talk like that to someone else, you wouldn't have any friends. We should talk to ourselves, and again, it's a default, we should talk to ourselves in the nicest way possible. We, as people, as who we are, we should talk to ourselves the nicest out of anyone, but if we don't, we talk to ourselves as, as the worst. And again, if we keep doing that, we won't allow us to ultimately achieve what we want. We're, we can achieve it. You have to remember, you've achieved amazing things in your life, but you'll probably just focus on the things that you haven't done. But no, you shouldn't do that. And there must be something about yourself you have to find that you love. For me personally, even at my worst, my 60s and 100 kilos, I certainly didn't like the way I looked. But I could see that the good in me, I, could, I, knew, I thought I had, I had a good sense of humour. I thought um, I was a good friend. I had good traits, but it was more my image. But my image improved and actually then, like I said, it started to, I started to have more self-love for myself. And that's what you need to have. You can't just keep telling yourself that you don't, that you don't like yourself, that you, you feel you're a failure because you're not. And, and again, most importantly, it's all well and good me saying that to you. If you keep thinking like that, you can imagine it's not going to make your life a very enjoyable one. Remember, we're in our heads all the time. We want to make it as positive headspace as possible all the time. This is something a recommendation I highly recommend you all get is get the book Mindset by Carol Dweck. Like if any of you listen to this or, or um, listen to this book or, or read it, it's insane. I can't recommend it enough. I recommend it to all my clients. I, I recommend it to you. Please, please read it. Um, or like I said, listen to it. It's incredible. It will change your life. So to wrap up. That's the importance of mindset and to say that hopefully from what you've what I've said there, you can understand the importance of, of everything because if we're not aware of how we think and even when people start a fat loss journey, they go, right, I just want to tell me what I need to do and I'll do that going forward. But we don't understand why we got to where we were in the first place. Again, that will come back and trip us up. Please, we have to start thinking, being more self-aware of our behaviours, our, our habits and we can't just keep making them excuses and just say, oh, well, I've made that mistake. I won't make it next time because it will just keep happening until we start changing who we are as people. Again, we do. When, you, when you've when gone through a transformation and not just talking physically, I'm talking mentally, your outlook is completely different on life. I promise you, like what you think makes you happy right now in time when you've changed your body and mind, more things will inspire you. Different things will actually make you happy. And like I said, only the people that have gone through that will understand that. So I would love to know your feedback on this and hopefully you've took amazing things out of this. And like I said, I can't, I think this is the most powerful thing in order for you to achieve change in your body, mind, and your ultimately your life, lifestyle for the, for the foreseeable future forever. Address your mindset first. And, and that's absolutely key. So I've managed to get it in under 20 minutes there. Smashed it. I did it. So I hope you really enjoyed that. And Really, really excited to have you listen to it. And again, I'm looking forward to next week for the next episode. Okay, so again, as always, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and I will speak to you very soon. Take care. Bye-bye.